to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. You think you know all about me? You have no idea. I know your childhood was full of pain just like mine. You want someone to pay for that? Make me pay. It is my fault after all, is it not? I let the Black Fairy take you. I couldn't protect you. So you go ahead. Do it. Hit me. Hit me. Greetings from Storybrooke. This is where you believe in yourself and you can change. Well, I'm sorry. This is where if you believe in yourself, you can change your fate. You can also, uh, we also talk about ABC series once upon a time. Obviously I'm not doing all that great. How are you doing? Elizabeth? I'm doing great. I had a cold, but now I'm over it. <laughs> oh my God. I wish I was. Oh my God. I've got my tea with honey here. I'm doing the best I can. I'll do my best to, uh, to hug the volume mic or hug the volume button so I'm not sneezing in people's ears. <laughs> but uh, other than that, we've been gone for so long. It's been like, I don't even know. Has it been like two months? I know I just said that a second it ago. It's been three months. Has it been three months? Oh, yeah, my God. December. My God. We, I mean, I had wanted to get together at some point during that time and do some sort of spoiler party or something along those lines. Uh, un- unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to do so. But uh, here we are, as usual, on the Monday night following uh, the show. Unfortunately, Tony could not join us uh, tonight. He had other uh, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? <laughs> he had other plans. He had, he had other was, obligations. So. I think that was the precise word I was looking for. Actually, was obligations. So thank you, Elizabeth. But um, but that's not going to stop uh, me and Elizabeth from bringing you uh, what we thought about this week's Once Upon a Time. Um, you know what? I'm. Do you want to read this or do you want me to? Do you want me the to go ahead? And, yeah, you want me to read it? No, I want to do it. Okay, good, because I can't. <laughs> go ahead, please. <laughs> I have I have practiced this. Okay. All right. All right. Season six, episode eleven, rhyming summary. Emma and Regina are trapped in a wish. Can they get out in a dish? Robin's alive and Hook is fat. Can August save them in no time flat? Robin Hood's life is no epic tale. Regina brings him back on an epic scale. Gideon has grown, and to his mercy, Emma's been thrown. One epic wish has already been granted, leaving our heroes all empty-handed. Gideon and Emma's fight to see who's the best, but will they find out who's tougher than the rest? Yay! Tougher than the rest. So what did you think? I mean, I know, obviously, we're going to get talk about this more in detail through the episode, but what did you think about this week's episode? I really liked it. There was a lot of characters that came back and a lot of surprises with the characters that were there. So I really enjoyed the episode. There's definitely uh, definitely a lot to talk about in this episode. Um, of all in all, I did I did enjoy it. Um, it felt a bit odd, uh, like it almost felt like it, it almost felt like a whole new season. Especially when towards the end of the episode, they just totally like like I did not see the the um the vision happening in this episode i thought that would be you know the vision that's been happening all season oh yeah that that emma had i did not think that would like come to fruition during this episode i thought it would be closer to the end of the season i thought that would be like the big reveal you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. i thought that was the end of the season 
And so for them to play that out as quickly as they did, um, it definitely feels like they're, they've, I don't know, they've left what story they're ready to move on with the story. <laughs> Which is not necessarily a bad thing, but there are like uh, things that they kind of left to the wayside that I feel like didn't get mentioned, like got mentioned at the beginning of the season and then just kind of got forgotten at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Um, what, what what would you say was your biggest surprise of the? Was that the big surprise of the episode for you? Yeah, I mean, I mean. You know, there were some big, uh, yeah, yeah, I would say the big surprise for me was that they, they jumped the gun and like, you know, put that out there already. And so like, for me, it's kind of like, um, you know, where, where do we go from here? Because like I said, I, I, I felt like that was already like, this is our season, you know, this is what, are, what we're leading to. And so for yeah. them to, you know, say this is what we're leading to at the end of the episode. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you know, we, we still have probably another, what, 10, 12 episodes to go now. Yeah. Well, that's how I felt at the end of last season after they went to hell. I'm like, well, where can you go from here? That was my big question. And I feel like they've answered that with, but they, you know, they were telling the tale of the untold stories, but then they wavered off of that. So who knows what, if they're going to even finish that or not. Oh, the land of the untold stories. I doubt. Yeah, they haven't even finished that. Yeah, and that was the beginning of this season, right? Yes, it was. Right. So that's something we're never probably going to see. Um, uh, there are a few men- a few things you mentioned in your notes here um, that I'll let you bring up. But I mean, I mean, that's just the tip of the iceberg. That's just kind of what I'm I can think of off the top of my head. But um, that that's one thing that I do hate about the. Not, I'm not going to say hate because I don't want to start spilling haterade already. But um, that is definitely one of the things I feel is one of its weakest points of this show is that they have a tendency to uh, to lay out where they're going to go and then get people excited for that direction and then only to have them just like not even mention it again to the yeah, point where, to the point where they, they've even mentioned it like like I uh, don't remember if it was last season or this season but. When at the beginning of the season, like it, all the townsfolk came in and were like, "Oh, we want to go on the adventure with you," and then all of a that sudden, and then that all was the dwarves. Yeah, and then all of a sudden they weren't there. And then, but but then later on in the season, Grumpy even pointed that out. You know, the, yeah, no, that was this season. Grumpy, like, um, like he was like, "Yeah, um, okay, sleepy. I think, no, that, oh my god, Dopey, Sleep. yeah, do, I think Dopey's not a tree anymore." Or whoever was the tree was not right, a tree Dopey, anymore. And, Dopey, yeah. yeah, yeah. Dopey wasn't a tree anymore, and he was off getting a college degree. And Emma's like, wait, I thought he was still a tree. And, and she, he's like, no, we do things. We don't need you for everything. Right. Pretty much and, is what he said. Right. And obviously that was kind of a, a nod or a slap in the face even to, to the, you know, the things that people have complained about. And so, so they, they acknowledge their faults at, at, at one point, but then they just continue to do them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I'm not trying to spill haterade. 10 minutes into the into the uh, podcast, but I'm, I'm just, you know, that, you asked me how I feel. That's how I feel at this yeah. point. But, well, but I were, do, go ahead. <clears throat> Elizabeth? Yeah. Okay. What I was saying is I, what, what I loved about this episode were like the little almost jokes, I guess, like the, the hook thing, even though the, the makeup left a little bit to be desired. I, I oh thought. Oh my God. Oh, I hear so much to say on hook. 
<laughs> well, I, I liked the uh, I liked how they portrayed him in the Wishland. Like I, I said, did not. Well, I mean, it was just. I mean, it was obviously just a joke. I mean, there was there wasn't. No, no. <coughs> I mean, it was a joke, but it was it was just it was the worst fat costume I've oh, ever no, seen. It didn't even up. it didn't even look like a real fat belly. You know, it didn't look no. realistic at all. Yeah, no, yeah, it looked like a child costume, a child Halloween costume. It looked real. Like it, it looked, it should have looked a little bit more realistic, in my opinion. And then, the, but the joke was funny. It was funny that he was fat, but and joke and and you know Emma saying, oh, he needs to lay off the rum and the desserts. That was funny. I uh, guess what I liked about it was I liked his his uh, I liked Colin uh, being able to step outside and and play with the character more and kind of almost poke fun at himself. You know, I didn't even think of that. That's a good. Yeah, that's, good that's what I liked about it. Some okay. of my favorite moments in a lot of the TV shows I watch are, are moments. Um, like, I don't know if you ever watched Stargate, but mm-hmm. they're, uh, on like the hundredth episode and the 200th episode of Stargate, they like, uh, uh, they poke fun at themselves and, uh, at criticisms that they've received from viewers of the show. And, you know, so it's, it's really good when writers and actors are able to, uh, you know, show that they don't take everything so seriously and, uh, you know, can laugh at themselves as well. Yeah, definitely true. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. I hadn't thought of that perspective. So that's, that's a good perspective. But um, I wanted to say, though, I do have, like, I was, during this week, I was rewatching the first half of the season, mm-hmm. and okay. there were two thoughts that I had about the first half of the season. Go ahead. Um, So the first one was, uh, uh, I think it was the second episode of the season. Um, I didn't write that part down, but um, we still don't know what happened to David and, and his father's coin. Like, he got this coin from the evil queen about, you know, his dad and did his dad really die in this accident? You know, what really happened to his dad? And we still haven't resolved that story. So I'm really curious to see if that will get resolved or if that'll just fall to the wayside. And then the other thing was um, Lily's father. Is he the dragon? Because when we saw the dragon transform into a dragon, you know, that was my first thought in that episode. I was like, oh, maybe he's Lily's father. You know, so I'm, I'm hoping these stories will be resolved, but you never know. Yeah, um, I feel like there was something else, too. But I, did, I kind of feel like I heard that the whole David's father thing will be addressed at in a later episode. The- oh, good. The dragon and Lily. I, I doubt we'll ever see Lily again. Uh, the dragon, yeah. dragon, never say never because until we saw him in this season, I never thought we'd see him again either. So yeah. Uh, but but as far as the David and his father thing goes, I do believe I read that that will be addressed. But then again, that wouldn't be you know wouldn't be the first time. Oh, um, so I'm just paying attention to the chat room now, and and Anne Marie. Uh, is in the chat room. <laughs> hey, sorry, sorry, I didn't notice Emery. Um, so she says, she, she says, I don't think that was the end of the storyline. And uh, Emma was wearing a different outfit in the dream. I think that this was a first pass, but the dream has yet to happen. That's possible. Although they uh, they did. I mean, it was pretty pointed that they. Uh, I don't know. There was a lot of things that happened in that dream that happened. You know, I mean, they pointed out, I mean, the people were in the same positions and all that. 
And it's possible that Emma was wearing something different. I mean, and not to mention that, like, also in the dream, we never saw the hooded figure's face. And in this episode, it's not like Gideon's face was hidden at all. So, yeah. Uh, no, it, yeah. Sorry. I'm looking at the chat room. So I'm like, <laughs> no, you're fine. But so, I mean, it that definitely could come to pass that, you know, that was just kind of a fake out that what we saw, you know, as the vision wasn't necessarily the vision. I, I just, I don't want Emma to die. And I'm waiting for them to resolve that in a way where maybe Gideon nor Emma have to die, you know, like, because I feel bad for Belle and Rumple having to see their son be this person that they, they didn't want this for Gideon, you know, so it's like, I, I, I don't want either one of them to die. If there's a resolution for that, I'd love to see that. Well, there are definitely some uh, classic uh, – class, I don't know why I say classic. There are definitely some parallels between Gideon and Emma. Um, you know, they were both uh, um, secluded away by their parents in order to try to save them from, from a future um, – from, uh, you know, a fate that they didn't want to see come to pass. Uh, for some reason, they're both – sent to a land where time passes differently for 28 years, specifically yeah, 28 like years. In the blink of an eye. Specifically um, 28 years, which is how old Emma was when she came to Storybrook. I mean, 28 years is very significant to the show. Exactly, exactly. So there are definitely parallels between the two. I mean, it's almost like Gideon is the dark version of Emma. And although, and um, I will say too, though, that um, while I was wrong about the Aladdin thing, as far as Aladdin being the cloaked figure, um, that they did say something in this episode that kind of made me half right. And that was that, Gideon is going to kill Emma so that he can gain her power. And I've, we've never heard that before. And that was part of my, yeah. uh, that was part of my theory with the cloaked figure was that Aladdin mm-hmm. was trying to kill Emma so that he could gain her power so that, cause, so he didn't have the whole shaky thing going on. Um, but now we, now we find that Gideon uh, is trying to steal her power. But like I said, that's never been, that's never come up before. I've never heard them say anything about like a savior's power can be stolen in that way. Yeah. That's the first time they've ever brought that up. And Anne Marie says, I don't think that they know what the story they really want to tell. They have like seven in progress <laughs> right now. That's, She's right. No, I know. And uh, again, that's another, um, another, uh, oh God, what? My head is so clouded tonight, Elizabeth. <laughs> That's another um, weakness that the show has in general is is uh, just trying to throw so many stories out there to see what will stick, and then and then kind of like you know cherry picking from what's left. Yeah, and um, I it's I just think it's really interesting that I want to know more about Gideon's story. I mean, we get like a little flash right there which I was grateful for. And I figure obviously he had to have been mistreated by the Blackberry. I mean, it's really obvious, but I, I, I want to get more of his backstory and I'm sure we'll get a whole episode dedicated to it. That's what I think anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure that I mean, I am more than sure that we will get some sort of uh, some more backstory as to uh, how Gideon was treated. And, and uh, um, I would hope that we get an episode or two in that, in whatever land that is. I mean, we don't even know, yeah, you know, where, when, what, we don't know anything about that. So yeah, um, yeah that's definitely I still something. I for his character more than anything. Um, yeah. 
uh, like I said, he, he definitely is like the dark version of Emma. I like it. It's so, and and then at the same time too, he's like the perfect combination of Rumple and Bell because like he wants to do good, he's trying to do good, but then and he he has is, a twisted sense of it. Yeah, yeah. He not only you know like he wants to be a hero. But he's, you know, oh, yeah, of course I'm going to kill her. I'm going to kill her and become the savior, and then I can save my land. And so, like, he doesn't see, you know, like, for him, the ends justify the means. And that's always been Rumpel's motive from the get-go. Uphill Yeti. Uh, We have another viewer, our first-time viewer, Uphill Yeti. Uh, says the creators are notorious for randomly dropping plots like Jefferson and Mulan and et cetera. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's not wrong. <laughs> well, I don't see Mulan coming back anytime soon anyway right now. As far no, as she is, actually. Oh, really? Sorry, that, that's a spoiler. Oops. I, no, I thought that it was... That's I mean, for later. That's for later. I, is she, what is she... Okay, well, anyway, yeah, that's for later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, anyway, I'm sorry. Did you have anything else to add, Elizabeth? I'm... Yeah, um, hold on, where are my notes? <laughs> uh, we're just not organized this No, evening. you're on D. Where did, uh, you, you mentioned something about Regina. Uh... Oh, yeah. It, she wrote, she wrote a note to Emma in the episode saying she was going, you know, pretty much that she was going to go off and see Robin and she wanted to see if he was better without her. Where did she get the pencil and paper? And like, where did she have the, you know, she just wrote that note so quickly. It was like the blink of an eye. And then, Oh, I have a note for Emma. Well, she probably, that was weird. She probably didn't even write it. She probably flicked her wrist and there was a note there that she had written. And then, it, it, well, actually, no. She she flicked her wrist, and in that moment of her wrist being flicked, she had transported away to wherever we wherever she thought Robin was, and in her uh, absence was this note. Yeah, that's Amory's like magic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just yeah, didn't, so yeah, we just it was just magic there. Yeah, we just didn't see it because they didn't want to spend the money on the special effects. <laughs> Um, and then I also wanted to talk about Robin Hood. So what did you think of Robin Hood in the Wish World? I liked what they did with the character. Um, I, I, I didn't check IMDb. Do we know how many episodes he's staying around for? I want to say two or three. Really? Cause it, cause the way this episode feels, it almost feels like he could be back around period. But if he's only going to be in two or three, then obviously that, that avoids that. But I do think they found an interesting way of bringing him back without negating what happened before. Um, I like that he's not Robin Hood, that he's Robin of Loxley, and there is a difference. Um, yeah, I, 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 I really like what they did with the Wish Realm in general, all in all. I, I like um, where they went with it. Uh, I've always been interested by like what if or Elseworld stories, and so. Um, unfortunately, you know, it, it kind of leads you to like, okay, so like, what would these stories be like in this realm now, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and obviously we'll probably never see that. No. Um, Amory said, uh, I can't believe they got him to come back at all, which after the way they killed him off, yeah. I kind of agree with her. Yeah. Yeah. And, and from what I read, uh, in an interview with Sean McGuire, he actually, uh, um, hesitated to come back and, uh, uh, the way they brought him back had a lot to do with him agreeing, agreeing, uh, because like I, I, 
paraphrasing, but he was saying something along the lines of he didn't want to feel he didn't want to cheat the viewers and he didn't want you know he wanted it to, there to be like a uh you know a valid reason for his return um i i'm just happy he's back i'm happy august is back i actually like i i, I know i've said this before but i i've met the actor who plays august at a uh, regal con in 2015 when i met bill and That's I tried good. looking for the photo because I have a photo with me and him. And I tried looking for it so I could show it on the podcast, but I couldn't find the photo. So I have no proof. <laughs> if there's no picture, it didn't happen, right? <laughs> right. But I believe you. Uh, what's his name? Like Elon Bailey or something? I can't remember. Elon Bailey. Yes, that's his name. Yes. He is dreamy. He is <laughs> so dreamy. I remember standing next to him in 2015, taking my picture. He's hugging me from the side. And I'm just like, I'm looking in his eyes. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're so pretty. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Man. All right. Oh. Yeah, it was good to see him back, but is he going to be back in more than just this one episode? Well, uphill Yeti says, from everything I've read, he's permanently back for now. I don't know if he's talking about Robin Hood or August, so let's get some clarity there because I'm not sure. And then um, Anne-Marie says, well, that gives gives me hope for now. I loved having August back. And she says, it's Um, the eyes. (laughs) The uh, the only gripes I had with the August part of the story – I liked the message of it, um, of the whole of, uh, you know, believing yourself and you can achieve anything type deal. But uh, if that's the case, then why did Emma need August or Pinocchio to begin with? Why couldn't she just believe in herself when she tried to start carving that tree? And then, like, how – okay, he had, like, this small chisel and hammer – and then what? And the that, matter that tree that tree came up real quickly, didn't I, it? Oh, right. The matter of like <laughs> a few hours, I guess. Like in an afternoon, he had this tree chiseled down and in his living room. And it looked just like the first one too. Yeah, and so like I said, it was uh, uh, like what. Uh, uh, I find I find myself saying this a lot for this show, but like kind of kind of got to just put on blinders and for some some of the things some of the things. But I mean, when you have magic involved, you kind of always have to put blinders on because at any time you could always be like, well, why didn't they just use magic? Yeah, but then sometimes I think they use magic way too much, like magicking everywhere. Or or the or maybe or maybe you know sometimes you know there was one thing Zelina said where at some point earlier in the season she was like why do you why do you use that car that magic you know that thing to drive around instead of just magicking yourself you know she was saying that to Regina and I and I thought that that was interesting and I don't know where I'm going with this right now but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what my point is really but <laughs> uh. I don't either. So uh, why don't we go? To, why don't um, we go to your next point? And uh, you had something to say about Hook. Yeah, Hook needs to lay off the rum in the magic in the wish world. Um, I mean, that was basically like I, we already talked about Hook a little bit. So I don't really have much to add about that, except that he just did not look as handsome as he usually does in the wish world. <laughs> Time did not age him beautifully. Yeah, it didn't do him justice. And how? Okay. You mentioned time, and uh, there was a a brief uh, mention where Regina said something about uh, uh, why is it that Robin is the only one that hasn't aged in this land? Yeah, and and 
the reason they gave was interesting. Like maybe his soul had to go somewhere and maybe it went here. And I like that idea, but I don't know if that's really the case. And my fear, my fear is that I don't know how long Robin's going to be on the show, but my fear is that they're going to kill him off again. And I am not happy about that idea. I don't know. Um, I feel that maybe they'll being with Regina will change him and he will go back to the wish realm. Uh, as Robin Hood instead of Robin of Loxley. Okay. So I didn't really see the preview for next week's episode, so I don't know. Neither did I. Thing. I'm just okay. speaking, you know, I'm just thinking of yeah. what they might do because I don't want him to die again either. I'm, and I'm sure I feel like Sean McGuire wouldn't be coming back. Oh, you froze. you froze. Oh, can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Okay. One of two things would have to happen is that either uh, for Sean McGuire to agree to come back, is that the either he would be given like something like I said, or or unfortunately he would die, and it would be under more uh, heroic circumstances, I guess. And and th- let's just face it, they totally did him wrong. When 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 they why why would you even say something like he no he he no longer is or was or what? How, I forgot how they put it, but like it was almost like a slap in the face to people who were like. Oh, you totally always kill off people and they can always come back. And then they're like, Oh yeah. Well, this guy's dead. And not only is he this blade that killed him, like he can never exist. He never, you know, I, mean, I don't they, know. They said obliterated. Hades called it obliterated. That's just, it was stupid. It was stupid. Yeah. Um, and so I'm glad to see that Sean McGuire is given a second chance. Uh, like you said, I just hope that, uh, you know, it was, it isn't all for naught. Yeah. Um, so there's some more conversation going on in the chat room. Um, Anne Marie said, hold on, let me scroll up a little bit if I can figure out how to. You froze. I froze? You did on my end. Okay. Um, okay. So Anne Marie said, I, I do think that the Robin Hood not aging thing is important. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's got to be important. They just, we just maybe don't know yet. Yeah, they um, wouldn't mention it if it wasn't important. Yeah. So... I don't know where they're going with that. I don't know, but I want to find out as soon as possible because I just I want to know more what happens to Robin Hood. But I, I I would love for him to be back on the show permanently. But you don't kill someone off to put them permanently back on the show, do you? Uh, I mean, there's been plenty of shows that have killed someone off and then had them come back in uh, because the fans were like, no. Oh yeah, I mean, or sometimes even just dictated by the. Sh- I mean. <clears throat> Buffy was killed off in season five and came back in season six. And that's the lead of a show. I didn't even know that. Oh, sorry if it's spoiler alert for anybody. No, it's okay. <laughs> I'm not watching Buffy. Well, I, may- watch, I watched Buffy here and there oh, when I was younger. But to be honest with you, you I mean, I didn't even think about that. I guess like 20-year-old spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> whoops. But, uh, whoops. But for the most part, people who watch Once Upon a Time, uh, there's a big overlap of uh, Once Upon a Time and Buffy fans. Yeah. Yeah, there is. Especially with you. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. You're the only one I know that watches Buffy, so. I'm the only one you know? Yeah, I don't really know a lot of people who watch Buffy. Oh, I'm, I'm old. You're not that old. <laughs> okay. 
Um, I feel like I had something else to add, but I, of course I didn't add anything into the notes here. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? Um, no, I am good. Well, we have a Patreon. You want to tell us about that? Uh, well, there is the Patreon. Unfortunately, I did not get any of the names this, uh, this week to, uh, give any shout outs, but, um, I'm sorry. Uh, my head's still clouded right now, Elizabeth. Of course, uh, patreon.com slash universe box is where you can go to find, uh, all of the goodies that, uh, are available for a small fee. Uh, I believe a 10 is a dollar or 10 cents is the smallest donation. You can donate anywhere from $1 a month. A dollar is the cheapest and you can go as high as you want to. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure they're not going to uh, to. I'm not gonna say no to money. You know, yeah, obviously, exactly. who would? You want you want that to donate? Sound good when I say it like that. You want to donate a hundred dollars? I'm sure they will be more than happy to accept it. And they and, yeah. and, and all of the podcasts are worth it too because there are so many podcasts. There's you got so many good podcasts. Anne Marie and Bill are the best. Yes, they've got Universe Box, uh, the flagship show. They've got uh, We're So Lost, Legends of Gotham, which. Uh, is probably the most popular on on the uh, on the network, I guess you could call it. Um, and then, of course, our our little uh, greetings from Storybrooke, which uh, we've taken over. Ha ha ha! But um, of course. Oh, okay. Amory's helping, so she says five dollar star patrons uh, club includes Becca, Baca, Harry. So I'm gonna butcher this. Peter, <laughs> Angel, Mon- Angel, Monica. Jones, other Anne Marie, uh, common sage, oh, a commotion, sage of earth, aka Patty, Jacob Newman, Robert Cattler, Hope Molinex, Jessica Gonzalez, and Patrick Cohn. So those are our five dollar patrons. Thank you very much, Elizabeth. Thank you, Anne Marie. And thank you, patrons. Thank you, patrons. We love you. We wouldn't have a show without you. And remember to think outside. That was the worst ad read I have ever done. That's okay, Bill. I mean, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So, on, <coughs> on to the news. News. Let me get my notes. Sorry. I'm in the chat room. Okay. So, ratings. This week's ratings, once upon a time, drew in 3 million viewers and a rating of 0.9, which I don't understand how to read a scale when it comes to the ratings, but apparently that's low. So that's not good. Um, You know, I'm hoping we get a seventh season. I'm always hoping for another season, but uh, it hasn't been picked up yet as far as I know. Okay, and now on to the spoilers. So if you don't want to hear the spoilers, now would be the time to stop listening. So you have been warned. Okay, I'm going to talk about spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that, was my, that was my pause so people could leave if they want to leave. All right. Um, so this is going to be kind of long. I'm reading from an article that um, I got offline. Um, okay, so one of the big lingering questions for Once Upon a Fa- Fan Times concerns the reveal of Rumpel and Bell's son, Gideon, as Emma's supposed killer. While Horowitz and Kitsis obviously won't disclose that vision come won't disclose if that vision comes to fruition, they did tease that there is a lot more to learn about Gideon. In an interview with TV Line, the co-showrunners um, are explained that a lot of questions will be asked and answered about Gideon 
but but the biggest one may not be something many of us think about right now. A lot of what we're going to be dealing with in the second half of the season is just that, why is he back, Horowitz said. Um, so, I mean, I don't know if I should talk about this whole thing verbatim, but um, it does t- talk about a lot about Gideon and his um, what is going to happen in this season. So, um, and then if you haven't heard, there is going to be a musical episode of Once Upon a Time, which I personally am very excited about. Um, big big spoiler, there will not be any classic Disney songs in the episode. So um, now they've had, so there will not be any Let It Go, Let It Go, Let It Go. Okay, sorry, that's my moment. That's my moment in the spotlight right there. Um, so there, there won't be the traditional songs, but they are working to have some original songs in the show um, so I'm really excited about that. And um, so I'm cutting down my, my notes. I'm sorry, <laughs> Bobby. Um, what would you like to do for our arbitrary scale this week? Oh, crap. I hadn't even thought about an arbitrary scale. Um, uh, <laughs> Jesus. I was thinking um, about the Emma Swan um, little little swan that August made for her. So, like, out of 782... Swan figurines. How many or, would you give it? Or um, I don't know what you'd call it. Wood shavings from a magical tree. Okay. Seven hundred thirty. So, Seven hundred thirty-two wood shavings from a magical tree. Okay. Uh, so out, how many would you give it? Okay, so if I'm judging, okay, out of seven hundred thirty-two, I will give it. I liked it, um, but there were definitely some holes, like I pointed out. Um, I like the in jo- the little jokes and everything. Okay, I'm gonna give it six, six, six seventy three. Six seventy three out of what was it again? Seven thirty two. Okay, so that's pretty good. And why do you give it that scale? Um, I don't know. That probably breaks down to like a seven or an eight, maybe. I didn't do the math. That's I don't know what I was shooting for. But anyway, um, I I de- like I said before, I liked the I liked the little in jokes with uh, the characterization of Hook. I liked uh, what they did with the uh, with Robin Hood being uh, Robin of uh, Loxley and not Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I liked quite a bit of the episode, uh, but unfortunately. I really didn't care. Like we said before, the, a few of the costumes left a little bit to be desired. Um, I am not, I don't like the fact that they kind of, I feel like they kind of just like skipped past everything that happened in the first part of the season. Um, so yeah, put all that together and you get six, six, six seventy three or whatever I said. <laughs> okay. Um, I think. I don't know what number to give it. Like 652 is the first number that goes to my head. I mean, I really liked this episode. I enjoyed Fat Hook. I thought it was really funny and hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love seeing Robin and August again. These are my favorite men in the show, and they're all in the same episode, and it's amazing. Um, so I was really happy with that. Um, and, um, and then Amory is asking, uh, what was the number again out of what, what are we rating? Seven, the, the rating put in the chat room, I guess there is 732 wood shavings from a magical tree. Okay. So, um, and then do we have any feedback this week? Uh, I, I, nothing, nothing was, was sent my way. So I don't believe we do. 
Um, okay. I, I do want to do want to uh, touch on a few things that you uh, uh, mentioned in news and spoilers. Um, as far as musical episodes go, um, you I, did you mention Buffy? No. Okay, I, I just saw that in your notes there. That's yeah, I did there in the notes. Um, I mean, I obviously that wasn't like the first musical episode, but I really can't think of too many like just episodes of of a show that were musical before Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, of course, there was like uh, Cop Rock, which was a a procedural cop show with that was nothing but a musical. That was very odd. That was like in the early nineties, late eighties, one or the other. Um, but now all of a sudden it seems like everyone's doing a musical episode. Um, My favorite I, show that ever did a, a musical episode was Grey's Anatomy. They did it in season seven and now they're on episode uh, season 12 but I, I love their musical episode that they did. I think that all their, the singers are beautiful and the story they told was great. And that I, I, I downloaded all the music from that episode. It's my favorite episode of date of that show. And what was the conceit of them being able to use music on that show? Um, so it's, it's a show, it's a medical hospital show. It's, um, and what happened was one of the main characters was in a car accident. So what resulted was it, it was kind of like her dream subconscious world where everybody around her was singing okay okay so that's how they played that out okay and uh scrubs did a pretty good episode where there was a woman that was dying as well but uh like she had like this thing where everyone around like that's all like every that she in her head everyone was singing and so that's how that one played out but um, how do you think they're going to, like, uh, bring music into the show? What do you think they're going to do to make it fit into the show? You know, I don't know how to speculate on that one, but I did see a clip earlier today of some of the cast members singing and other things. So mm-hmm. now I know that Emma has a good voice. Regina mm-hmm. has a good voice. We know Colin O'Donoghue has a good voice because he's in a band. So I now I know that these these characters can sing because someone told me I don't remember who told me I think I, think, I don't remember who told me um, that they didn't think Emma would have a, a great voice and I saw this clip and I'm like no this person's wrong. Most <laughs> most actors have some sort of musical stage background even even if it's just like high school and college, uh, mm-hmm. like in theater and different things like that. So uh, even though they don't tend to show it off, uh, there's quite a few people out there that, uh, you know, that have a musical background. I mean, look at what's happening with The Flash and Supergirl. The whole reason that even uh, is coming to pass, really, is that uh, – both Flash and Supergirl were on the show Glee, uh, which obviously has a huge musical background. Yeah. Um, and then in that show, I believe they're having uh, a villain come on that that makes people sing. Uh, a lot similar to what Buffy did. Buffy, they had a demon come on that uh, forced people to sing their feelings. Okay. And um, sorry, I got a correction in here. Atil Yeti is the person who told me about... <laughs> about what I was just talking about. <laughs> What's that? Um, shit, what did I just talk about? Oh my god, I'm blinking out now. Oh, I understand what you're saying. Okay, I yeah, got no, Uphill Yeti. Yeah, I, I know who Uphill Yeti is. So yeah, they're 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 like me. I'm the one that told you. <laughs> and uh, then uh, there was something else I wanted to add. I can't remember now. Uh, let's see. You mentioned the oh oh okay. 
there's been a lot of speculation uh, uh, that this, you know, and you kind of briefly mentioned that this may be the last season. Uh, no. there, there's a lot of uh, contracts that apparently are up for uh, negotiation and whatnot. Uh, like you said, they haven't renewed the show, but that's not necessarily anything new because this show has always been kind of a late renewal for for ABC. Um, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've always they've always uh, ABC in general actually uh, re- tends to renew pretty late. Um, but in the case of Once Upon a Time, it's always been an even later than usual renewal. Um, you know, of course, there's always there are pluses in their column for uh, you know like. It's obviously while while it's not technically a Disney show, uh, the characters involved and the stories involved, it it be it becomes very closely tied to Disney or has become very closely tied to Disney. Um, now I kind of lost my train of thought as to where I was going with that, <laughs> but um, the oh okay, so like I said, there's a lot uh, there, there's that that you know gives it the benefit of it might be picked up still. Um, as far as why ABC would want to keep it around. Um, that being said, there are a lot of actors who have been on the show for six plus years who, you know, maybe they want to try something else, go on to, uh, you know, different roles that, you know, they can't obviously can't do when they're tied up being a regular or semi regular in a 22 episode, a uh, season show. Um, and then of course there's going to be money involved and different things like that. So there has been speculation that even if there is a season seven, uh, there's going to be like a hard reboot. Have you heard about that? Yeah, I heard about that. Why don't you talk about it more? Cause I don't know that much about it. Well, just, nec- I mean, b- basically saying that, um, uh, if they do go into a season seven, that there's a chance that maybe they don't pick up all of the contracts of the players, uh, even Emma, Emma has Jennifer Morrison in con in, uh, recent interviews has said, uh, that, you know, nothing is for certain at this point and her contract is up this year. Uh, now she also kind of backpedals a little bit saying, you know, I love this show. I love the people I'm working with, you know, you know, but, but at the same time, you definitely get the vibe that maybe she's ready to move on. Um, would you want another season of Once Upon a Time without heck Emma? To the, yeah, heck yeah. Okay. And, and where, where well, without you, Emma, wait a minute, wait a minute, let me think about without, it. Without, without, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like if they, <laughs> if, they got, if they got rid of, you know, Say you know Jennifer Goodwin, Josh Dallas, Jennifer you know got rid of the Charmings. The you know I'll say that I would give it a chance. Whether I would keep watching it, I don't know, but I would definitely give it a chance because I'm loyal to the show. What would you hope for a show um, in those circumstances? I like know, if, if, like I'm still in a place like, where I really want to see Hook and Emma get married and have a mm-hmm. baby. Like I know that's not going to happen, but I want to see it happen. You know. That's where I'm at. So you can't really think of. Um, no, I can't. I don't want to think of anything else. No, you know. But basically, that's what. Basically, they've said they would bring in a whole, not whole, but they would bring in a cast of characters um, to replace, you know, the ones leaving, obviously, and kind of just start off with a whole new story in this setting. Yeah. If, they, if they were going to go that way. Yeah, I don't know. They, I don't, I don't really like to think about it. <laughs> And in, in my opinion, it, I mean, and that almost just sounds like a spinoff at that yeah. point. At that point, you might as well not even call it once upon a time. If you want to keep, if you want to keep the, the setting, the story going, 
but the actors aren't going to stick around. I mean, there's been a few shows that have tried to do something similar to that. Uh, Scrubs, when it, mm-hmm. when it ended, uh, or before, you know, while it ended, I guess, like the last season or two, totally changed the setting, added new main characters. All of the original main characters became like side characters. Um, and it didn't last at all. Because like oh. you said, because when there's people that have been around for, you know, watching a show for six or seven years, yeah. you know, they don't want, uh, they almost feel robbed if like all of the characters they've been following for so long are just gone. I agree with you very much. And Anne-Marie says that I would like to see a show centered around the dwarfs. That that wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing. And once again, though, no, it I, wouldn't be. I, I would, you know, I, I would love to see a number of different variations of spinoffs. I just don't know if I would necessarily be interested in a once upon a time that didn't have its core characters. Yeah, it's it's hard to picture that, you know? I mean I could deal with losing a, a character or two, but when you're talking about like, you know, the you know, the charmings, that's like the They're the core of the show. Yeah, exactly, exactly. With the exception of maybe Regina and Rumple. But anyway, I just wanted to uh to get your thoughts on that because I uh that's something that there's a lot of things that, <clears throat> excuse me. There's a lot of things that happened over the past few months while we were on, while the show was on hiatus, and while we were on hiatus, and yeah. uh, you know, that was definitely one of the things I really wanted to talk about. Well, Amory also says I think at this point it is a new show and needs to start over. People can accept one or two characters come and go, but a total recasting won't work. Exactly. That, then, yes, exactly. That's my my sentiment exactly. So, um, do you have anything else to add tonight, Elizabeth? I'm good. I think I'm good for tonight. I'm excited to see what next episode brings. Yeah, I did not see the previews or anything for last week. I don't have live TV anymore. I watch everything on, like, uh, on demand and different, you know, so I, I mean, of course, I can go watch the promos on YouTube if I want to, but I have not done that. I try not to watch the promos. It's hard being in this podcast and not watching promos and trying not to listen to spoilers and at the same time listen to spoilers because I need to because of the show. Yeah. The podcast. So it's, yeah. it's a hard line for me to follow, you know, like my best friend is always telling me or, or wanting to tell me about each promo that happens for each, you know, like uh, episode each week, you know, they have a couple teaser trailers for the, each week and she's always like, Oh my God, I want to tell you. And I'm like, no, don't tell me. So that's where I draw the line is I don't watch the clips. I just like to watch the episode fresh when it's on. I don't know. Me, me I kind of just like dive headfirst into spoilers and news and everything else like that. <laughs> and I don't, I don't, uh, I, I don't let it, you know, I, I still watch the show and enjoy the show, but, uh, I don't, I don't not enjoy it if I'm spoiled by something. I don't know. I, I still like to watch it play out. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, you know, like I said, this has been, it's been like, what, three months now since we've, uh, since we've done an episode. It's, we, we were a little rusty tonight, but we got through it. Um, but as always, we would love to hear your, your feedback. Uh, I know it's been a while, so maybe you forgot we were here, but hey, pick up the phone, jot us a little line in the email, do whatever. You can reach us at email at, uh, greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. You can always uh, check out our Twitter at gfstorybrook.com or at gfstorybrook. The Facebook is uh, facebook.com slash greetings from storybrook. And you can always just leave us a voicemail on our voicemail number at 424-274-2352. That's 424-274-2352. 
You can also hit me up at uh, Inevitable Hawk. And uh, Elizabeth, how, how can we reach you? I always forget my Twitter account. I think it's Queen underscore Liz 87, something like that. <laughs> and then I'm on, I'm more loyal to Facebook than I am to Twitter. So, and my name is Elizabeth Placencia. So you can find me on Facebook more definitely. And of course, uh, to- oh God, I can't remember Tony's uh, Twitter handle now, like hoops. Hoops. Oh shoot. Don't help. I can't help yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Tony. Yeah, sorry. You'll have to hit him up next week. Uh, ask him what his Twitter handle is because I can't remember it off the top of my head. But uh, until next week, uh, where is my theme song? <laughs> like I said, we're a little rusty this week, guys. Bear with us. Oh, it's at Hoops900. Thank you, Emery. It's um, thank you, Amory, for joining us in chat. It was great to have you. Was there any? Uh, it was uh, Amory and Uphill Yeti and Uphill Yeti. Uh, that's at live the 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 uh, the chat was at live.universebox.com, and you can also uh, things went a little wonky this week, but hopefully next week we'll be up on the Twitch stream and everything will be running great. And here I am trying to uh, <laughs> uh stretch for time while I'm trying to find this darn there we go all right (laughs) hopefully next week I will feel better the twitch stream will be live and everything will be great but until then greetings greetings from from story story (laughs) bro